This is not going to be pretty. We're talking violence, strong language, adult content. to meet of the brands this is episode eight from Ooh. season one Christina, we are just hauling ass yes, through we this are getting through it just for you guys just Woo. for our fans because we love you guys yeah uh this was i robot you jane yeah that that title was funny <laughs> yeah uh which we're gonna get into that in a second this is actually one the fans have mixed feelings on uh-huh. I will be honest with you. There's a lot of people that love this episode and a lot of people that hate this episode. Okay. Um, I, I don't have super strong feelings one different. way or the other. I'm indifferent. Yeah. This seems like another episode. It's, it's not my favorite mm-hmm. of season one. Yeah. It's not even close to my least favorite of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I did like that we finally had a Willow based episode. Yes. Yes. That's very true. Um, I, I love loved meeting Miss Calendar. Oh my god, I love her. Yeah, she's great. I love her. She's an icon. Uh, yeah. And uh, I liked I liked some of the things that it set up. Uh, but you know, we'll get into it in a second. First, yeah. let me introduce our pairing. So I am, I'm really excited about this pairing. Let's go for it. Bring okay. it on, baby. Let me explain to you why I'm so excited. Yes. Okay, tonight's pairing was a beer pairing. Always Katina's favorite. Oh, wait, that's I not true. I love the beer so much. Uh, this is Brother Thelonious Belgian Style Abbey Ale. And Katina is looking at me like, what the hell are you thinking, girl? Well, you're probably, f- you might, I don't know, actually, you might be familiar with the famous jazz musician Thelonious Monk. Okay, she's looking at me like, girl, what do you think? I know the show, Monk. (laughs) (laughs) Is that where he got his name from, Thelonious? Definitely not. No? Uh, In fact, I actually believe that uh, this beer is currently uh, uh, under litigation. Oh? Because they used Brother Thelonious. And it's, it's an image, if you look at him. Uh huh. Uh, so it's very specific what they're evoking. Yeah. But the reason why I picked this is at the beginning of the episode. Remember how this starts, fourteen fifty Cortona, Italy. Yes. And you have all of the monks yes. in a castle or a cloister or whatever, and they're trying to trap the demon Moloch into a book. Very true. The name of the monk trying to do so is actually his name is. Thelonious. What? This is the perfect pairing. It's the perfect connection. So that's why I was so ridiculously excited. excited. And How I was does like, that happen? I because I promised you minimal beer pairing. Yes, because oh god. But I we're read that I time. read that the other day because people were trying to speculate online on all these forums like. Is this like a nod to Thelonious Monk, the musician, mm-hmm. or not? So I, I had to get into that. So I found this beer at my at my local beer store. Shout yes. out to Westview in Frederick. I love you guys. You're amazing to me. Um, this is let's see how they describe this um, Thelonious Brother Thelonious from North Coast Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Jazz and beer. Who can ask for anything more? Who can ask for anything more? more? 
uh, brewed in partnership with the Brother Thelonious Institute of Jazz. So a donation is made to the Institute with every bottle sold. Love okay. that. This smooth and nutty, sweet, Belgian-style mm. Abbey Ale, just the thing for writing out these low, last snowy days of winter or ridiculously sunny so, days yeah, of summer. super warm. Um, beer packed. details. It is a Belgian-style Abbey Ale from North Coast. It is a dark, strong ale, 9.4% ABV, so be very careful. Ooh. It is a clear mahogany brown with thick head... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> you just described a penis. <laughs> of, of toast-colored foam. <laughs> Ladies. That's or gentlemen. I don't, it doesn't matter. If you see toast-colored foam get coming out doctor. of the thick head, please either go to the doctor. Oh, I'm, wow. My computer is uh, making exciting noises. I said thick-colored foam and my computer, my computer came to life. came to life. So that's upsetting. Which kind of goes with um, this episode anyway. So they describe the aromas as very aromatic. Sweet brown sugar candy, clove, cinnamon, roasted you know, nut. They say all these things that I expect <laughs> them, that I taste it, and it's like beer. It's beer. We're, we're working on it. Yeah. Uh, the sweet and luscious flavored of, flavors of candied nuts. Mm. Nuts and mahogany and foam and... Mm. Reel you in on the first sip. This mm. one is nectar sweet with very low hops and bitterness. That I agree with. So, I had a taste. You, Katina, you have a little bit in front of you. I know this is not your normal thing. Here we go. I get a lot of molasses, a little bit of raisin, but let's let's see what okay. you think. Okay, I despise raisin, so Okay, this well, be that's fun. why I only give you a little bit. All right, here let's, we go. Let's see what Five, you think. Five, six, seven, eight. See, for me, it's very sweet for a beer, especially for a Belgian style. Um, I have something to say. Please. That isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I was wondering if this was going to be something you Because it does wanted. have that at the end, but it's also nice going down, and it's like, you're right. It's sweeter than most beers. Like, it, I don't think I've well, ever... It has, like, no hops. Uh, it's all uh, malt. Like, have you ever had a Guinness? Day. I hate Guinness. That's a super See, dark... To me, this tastes, from, like, this tastes like a slightly sweetened Guinness to me. It does. It's like, I like Guinness I, a lot more. A Guinness is, oh my God, I Guinness is just, Guinness. I've had Guinness before. Have you ever and, had it on tap? Hmm? Have you ever had it on tap? No, like, On tap, it basically just tastes like chocolate. Yeah. Oh, it's so uh, good. It's so good. Yeah, mm. me not like it. I'm All not right. even into chocolate. We're not gonna go. There. Oh, I mean, yes, I am. <laughs> I mean, anyway, so I I think this is a really interesting uh, beer. It it. By the way, I've been to Belgium and I've had a lot of beer in Belgium. I've been to I've I've lived in Holland for mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. And I've had a Belgian waffle, <laughs> which actually you can get on the streets in Belgium, and they're like dipped half in chocolate <sighs> with like powdered sugar or something. Oh I'm my god, coming they as we are speak. amazing. Um, but so I've had a lot of Belgian beers and this, I've never had anything in Belgium quite like this. So I've got a lot of research to do for you guys. I'm sorry. I'm like so up to date on wine. What I do think is interesting is another thing they used to describe this is a fruity tootie flavor. Fruity tootie. It makes me think of those first few magical seconds of chewing juicy fruit gum. Which, first of all, every time I chew juicy fruit, I'm just like, why is this in my mouth? Yes. Um, I also got, like, almost no fruit from this. Aside from, like, raisin or dates, maybe. 
It was a very like stewed fruit. Who not, said fruity? They they know not what they speak. Yeah, about. I don't know. This is like a professional beer reviewer. Yeah, so. I think not. They have a quick and dirty guide to Belgian style beers, but Ooh. I'm not really gonna mess with that because I'm not super a quick impressed. And dirty guide. Ooh. The Belgian style okay. beers. Ooh. So, uh, anyways, anyways, that's the beer pairing. Um, Brother I Thelonious. Go ahead and finish this up. Bottled bebop. Um, I also encourage everybody to listen to a Thelonious Monk because that's some pretty good music, some jazz music. I think you'll enjoy it. But let's get into tonight's episode. Yes. Uh, last week we had a pretty long episode. We had J.R. Yeah. Merrick join us on the Watchers Council for yeah. about two hours. Well, we gave we had some a lot of history lessons. There was a lot of long. vampire lore to get into and a little yeah. bit about NAFTA. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we kind of. So we got into it. Uh, <laughs> but tonight's side notes, we have a couple. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start with one that I think is going to be really important for setting okay. the scene, okay? Moloch the Corrupter. Mm. So there's actually a lot of juice here into the Moloch story tonight. I've seen a lot of juice. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning the papers in your hand are quite juicy because they're so thick with two C's. Um, so tonight's episode, the, the big bad, as uh, we like to call it, uh, okay, so Malik the Corrupter, he's, he's the big evil tonight. And mm. what's interesting is that this is actually based on a very, I don't want to say real person, but a very real character in the Bible. Oh, so, I know the Bible. <laughs> you're familiar with the I am familiar the with the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> so basically, the Canaanites. I know them. Yes, Old Testament. Mm-hmm. This was pretty big back then. Um, the Old Testament had Moloch, the corrupter, um, and this was basically, uh, it kind of took on the idea of just people, remember how they got, like, really upset about, like, worshipping false gods and all of that? Yeah, don't do that. So, basically, in a polytheistic world that Canaan and the Bible lived in, uh, Moloch was one of the false gods that they would worship. Really? And they would, like, sacrifice children to. Oh! So, so that's this, happy guy. This is basically the second episode in a row where we've actually had to talk about sacrificing virgins. Children. With, children. Or children. children. I, I'm sorry, not virgins. Well, sacrifice. they technically are virgins. I, I would really, really well, hope yeah, so. Yeah, because then that's... that's um, but he was a Canaanite god that basically became synonymous with, with uh, child sacrifice. Bro. The name of this deity is also sometimes referred to as Molech, or Milcom, or Malcam. Malcam. Yeah. Um, based on I heard the Milkcom. That's a lot like how it looks, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so rabbinical tradition depicted Moloch as a bronze statue heated with fire, into which the victims were thrown. Hooray. Yeah. Lovely. Um, and I'm going to put up a picture of this on the blog because it looks a little bit like if Aunt Jemima syrup bottle oh, had a minotaur head mm. and was on a pedestal. Let me just show you real quick. That's, Let's see that. Oh, my God. Yes. Kind of like the skirt thing. In the yeah, exactly. Thing. But with the minotaur uh, Yeah, but with the minotaur, minotaur head. Yeah. Um, especially, uh, this has been associated with reports by Greco-Roman authors on child sacrifices in Carthage and Baal. Mm. Especially since archaeological excavations since the 20s 
have produced evidence for child sacrifice in Carthage, as well as inscriptions including the term, and I hate this, MLK. Huh? Either a theonym, which I had never heard of before, but I guess is a pseudonym for a god, mm-hmm. or a technical term associated with sacrifice. Um, the Phoenician god was identified with Cronus due to parallel myths of Cronus devouring his children. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah, so that's that's a lot of it. Uh, he usually stands really tall. They had a ton of, like, bronze statues made to him back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, he was mentioned in Psalms. Okay. And a bunch I know of, that book. Yeah, the, the Ammonites worshipped him. Mm. Like, he was a really big deal back in the he's polytheistic like, days. It's, like, all about love and death. Yeah. So, it's weird. And that's the other part. So, um... He was actually mentioned in Paradise Lost. You know that book, like we were taught, we were told all about growing up, and in mm. like college, like every lit class, like oh, Paradise Lost. It's like the ultimate. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So, cool, cool. 1667, Moloch is one of the greatest warriors of the fallen angels, oh. and so first Moloch, horrid king, besmeared with blood of human sacrifice and parents' tears. Blah blah blah. Yay. Blah, blah. Yeah. So mentioned there. So call out to him uh flaubert as in gustav flaubert who wrote like madame butterfly um <laughs> yep butterfly. he wrote a an opera that heavily features moloch so did a bunch of other people there's a lot of oh, like shit. old italian movies oh my God. he we was a social he was a social and political allegory in fact a lot of uh i'm gonna try really hard to restrain myself on this comment a lot of let's say anti-abortion people since the late 19th century have um, put a rhetorical connection between abortion and Moloch as the child sacrifice Ah. because Moloch would promise you love, wealth, happiness, etc. I didn't realize that's what women wanted when they went in for their abortion. Yes. So basically, if you throw your child into the fire of Moloch, Um, you will be loved, happy, beautiful, and wealthy, and that's mm. the same as an abortion. That's so, exactly what women are seeking when they yeah. go in for uh, an abortion. It has nothing to do with socioeconomic status. It has nothing to do with women trying to fight for the right to have the dominion over their own bodies mm. instead of, like, fuck the patriarchy. No. It has nothing to do with that. Um, so, yeah, that, that's been used there, which was something that was great for me to read about, and I didn't get it all angry. Um, just kidding. I got furious. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where we stand on this side note with Moloch. We've got him in the show. Um, Brother Thelonious trapped him in a tome. A oh, book. what? Before we even go there, how about we talk about what freaking Moloch was doing? So there's this guy who comes, there's a human, and this human, he comes, and Moloch asked him, asked him do you love me? No, do you want love? I do thought. you want love? I thought it was, do you want love? Oh, no, he did ask, he do asked you if love you love me? me. Do you love me? Well, yeah, because, like, do you love God? Yeah, like, and he was, it was just weird because the guy got on his knees and then you see well, this, like, monster him. face. 
And I was like, this is some porno shit. I was like, did, it looks yeah. like he's about to give him a blowjob. You see the other people back there? I'm like, this is a gangbang. Like, that was is, definitely oh some God. like gay for pay stuff. Yeah, yeah, for right sure, then. for yeah. sure. Yeah. And because he puts his hand on his head, and all you see is his body <laughs> and putting his hand on his head, and you're like, what the fuck is going on right now? Can yeah. We, and uh, Yeah, like, oof. Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk about how, as you know, we're in Italy. The uh, monk... Brother Thelonious. Thelonious. Oh my god, his Italian accent is so bad. All of their accents are bad. I was so disappointed. They're, they're like Meg accents. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, there. One, the best, the yeah. Yeah. It's just so bad. I was just like, what oh, did guys. I just say? I don't even guys. know. I know. What if an Italian person just comes back and is like, so you know you insulted oh us. And... What if I just like let a demon loose by oh, saying no. that? No. Um, let us. Quanta vesa, Jesse. No. You got to seal it to the book. We can't have a demon running loose. But um, yeah, super bad accent. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Because it says, I'm sorry. I've actually got the line right here. Do you love me? I will give you everything. Yes. All I want is your love. love. Yeah. All I want is your love, baby. Come oh, on. Yeah. Okay. It's just so it's weird. He's like all about love and giving love, but he's also a killer. Right. So, yes. Uh, it's 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 some serial killer shit. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. But um, um, but he's apparently been he's mm-hmm. been mesmerizing and killing several of the town's citizens. Oh yeah. So he just cracks their neck. Like, just kind of like has them worked up. Yeah. They're, they're upset. Yeah. Understandably so. I think. Yeah. Of course. Um. So just after Moloch killed a young man in order of monks led by Brother Thelonious, trapped Moloch in a tome, a book. Yes. Uh, through the circle of Kalis, hoping the book would never be found in fear that it would release, release Moloch. Now, okay. could we burn the book? That is exactly what I was just about. Look, I... Like, it's not supposed to be read. Just burn it. In my life, I have never advocated burning a book. No, no, no. Uh, maybe Trump's art of the deal. Oh, yeah. Like, sure. that I could there get behind. Go. But yeah, um, I just say don't buy it. Yeah. Um, But, like, okay, you've trapped him into a book. Why would you risk it? Yeah, ever having the book get passed down to why? Yeah, that that was upsetting. I I didn't understand. Like, that. what if you never got a chance to warn someone? Be like, hey, don't don't read that book. <laughs> Next thing you know, they fucking released um, Moloch well, to the world. You know, when you were like like let's say you're twelve and somebody's like, don't read that book. I'm gonna read it. The first thing you're gonna do is I'm open going up to that read book it and read it. Yeah. It's like, what's in there? Exactly. So, like, just humanity is doomed at that point. Yes, pretty much. So, uh, I do remember, we started the episode, and we were in, uh, it said, like, 1418 Cortona, yes. Italy. Mm-hmm. And you just went, this isn't the right episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm pretty sure it is. No, it just didn't make any sense to me at all. Because I was like, what is the connection? And where are we going with this? How is this going to be connected to technology? Well, and this is where we're going with yeah. this. And we're going to get to you in just one second. But over 500 years later in 1997, the librarian of Sunnydale High, wow. Rupert Giles, you might be familiar, oh, somehow acquired the book used to trap Moloch, which I would also like to get into this for just one quick second. Um... I'm sorry. He just has like cases of these books that are like 600 years yeah. old that he's just telling students like, yeah, open them up, scan them. Yeah, like come on. 
Charles, that seems that's that's whack water like, shit. I, should have been look, on top. I of am it. married to an historian. Okay, mm. like if he sees like parchment paper or anything like that, he's putting on gloves. Uh-huh. He's like turning the lights off so that nothing like damages what's mm. happening there. He's using tweezers to turn the pages. Oh, wow. Okay, like like. Nobody's just like, oh, let me like take just a UV light and scan yeah. this, <laughs> right? With a scanomatic. <laughs> no, scanomatic. Matic, matic. My bad. Scanomatic. So, um, that was interesting. That was a uh, actually. Uh, so at this point, this is the first appearance of uh, our new teacher. Our new computer. teacher. And Jenny let me tell Calendar. you, gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous oh my God. woman. Her cheekbones, oh. uh, just wow. She's just amazing. And I, first thing I was like, who is running up on my man? Of course, they're like opposite ends of the spectrum. Like he's all about books, and she's all like technology. Let's keep things updated. But you, I could, I don't know. I could feel something there, and I was just like, stay away, lady. Well, because uh, he's he's complaining about how they're like putting everything online, and yeah. he doesn't feel comfortable with all these computers and blah blah blah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, one of the students, who, by the way, is the poster child for the Aryan nation. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Which is obviously, <laughs> obviously no coincidence. Um, oh, my God. His name, by the way, is Fritz. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, the printed page is obsolete. If you're not jacked in, you're not alive. Yeah. And he's so annoyed. He leaves the library, the door's swinging, and Jenny, Miss Calendar, just goes, all right, thank you, Fritz, for making us all sound like total freaks. Yep, it's true, though. Like, And also, when I heard Jack Dan, I was thinking it was jacking. So I was like, oh, my God, it's just, you are so into technology, it's gross. Yeah, it is. It's really gross. Which is so funny because technology to us now is like, our MacBooks and our fancy watches and to them it's this <sighs> giant boxy computer <laughs> on my like, desktop. <laughs> it was a desk. So oh cute. my gosh. It just, but see, that's the computer that I had in like first grade that we could play like Math Blaster or uh, oh Oregon Trail on and we had a dot matrix printer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually was born before before people had email in their homes. What? Yes, it was 1992 before my family got the internet. So oh, I was. There we go. 1992. That's when I was born. Yeah, I was seven. <gasps> yeah. Wait, no. Hold on. I was nine. Nine. Yeah. Uh, I can't do math. No. Um, I also would like to point out that. I do remember the shirt that Xander was wearing. It was definitely available at Spencer Gifts. Oh it was God. kind of a that 70s show font, and it said Porn Star. Yeah, that's great. So that was really great. So sexy. Uh, so anyways, they've been scanning all these books in. Uh, Buffy takes this like old, dusty book out of this giant wooden crate. And uh, so, if anything, it's Buffy that started this shit. That actually, that's a really good point that we haven't brought up. This is all fucking Buffy's, Buffy's fault. fault. We keep blaming Willow, but yeah, this was actually Buffy. all Buffy's fault. Um, and Willow takes this weird, like it looks like the UV light that they use in um, like cop shows to yeah. like do it over like the sheets or whatever. Bad friend, boys, what you gonna, what you what gonna, gonna do, do if they come for you? Bad, bad boys, bad boys, 
What you gonna do? What you gonna do if I come for you? I could watch that movie like a zillion times in a row. And I say movie so... or show. It's because it was a movie. television show. It was a movie. Bad Boys. Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. With Will Smith and That's uh, not where they Martin played Moore. that song. Well, no, I know. it's for, It was from Cost. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah I was sure. confused. I was like, okay. No, 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 no. But in the movie Bad Boys, like they, they used to sing that together. Oh. They were like in the car. Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, God. Those movies are so great. Yeah. We love them. Good things. Josh is not a Bruckheimer. Well, he's not really like an action film kind of person. Like I could watch Die Hard for like like this dude is eight into times horror in a horror movie, silent horror movies from yes. the freaking nineteen twenties. Like yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what he watches sometimes when he can't fall asleep? He watches the original Twilight Zone, like wow. black and white. It makes no sense. Like actually, I, I have a friend like, who watches that. Doing? I have a friend who does that, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Really yeah. into this, but you know what? You were at my wedding. I'm very happy with him. Hey, he's, he's pretty great. He's a pretty cool guy. He is pretty great. Uh, Let works. me tell you, the way that this uh, was shot <laughs> and some acting parts, I was just kind of displeased with, especially with the fighting scene later. But we'll talk about that. Uh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just, I'm with you. you know, this, this bad is, accents, just mediocre. This is so. one of the less impressive episodes. Yeah. Of, yeah. Here's what I like. I love that we get a Willow centric episode. Yes, I love. Yeah. Ooh, hey, Sherlock. Hey, Sherlock. I love that we meet Miss Calendar. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's awesome. Uh, love that. And her and Giles, you know, Weird. whole thing is great. Attention, love it. I don't know, I loved it. Um, I love that Xander got a little comeuppance for being so friend-zoney yes. with Willow. Yes. Um, and he actually lends a little bit more in this episode. Oh, he has he, a little he bit more developed a bit in this yeah. episode, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I But there's so much of a... There's so much about it that is so kind of weak. Yeah. I don't know. First of all, okay, it's called I Robot You Jane. So yeah. That's basically I Tarzan the you Jane. Jane. Yeah. Don't love that. But I Robot is also Isaac Asimov, like the father of science fiction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Will, totally. Okay, hold on. Will Smith did a movie in like 2008. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I this is my century. Yeah, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, I robot. So that was based on Asimov's like the three principles of robotics and all uh, of that. I don't know. So anyway, so I like the I robot you, Jane. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you picked up on this, but uh, Dave. So you probably are not super familiar. 2001: A Space Odyssey. The guy like he opens his computer and it goes, "Good morning, Dave." And it sounded yeah. exactly like Moloch in the computer here. I have no so. idea. All right, God, there's so many things. God, it's so nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. So, Buffy and Willow are walking down the halls of high school, and uh, Willow looks really tired in some really weird shoes, by the way, which I don't even want to get into. Yeah. Um, and Buffy's like, what was up last night? I tried your line like a million times. Sounds 90s. And I was like, this is a contender for the most 90s thing this episode. Back when you had dial-up so that your phone would be completely tied up. But at least you could usually tell from the busy signal, like when you called, if it was like modem or somebody was on the phone. Yes. And that's why a lot of people started getting two lines. Yeah. So that one could be dedicated to the modem. And like, kids these days will never understand what we went through. That and floppy disks. Floppy disks, yeah. Mm-hmm, for My little sure. cousin couldn't say disks for a while. <laughs> oh, no. And I remember she was explaining, like, the Power Rangers show to me. She was like, they had these dicks. And I was like, they had what? <laughs> these these special dicks. <laughs> well, they might. Yeah. 
They might. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, I tried calling you like a million times. Uh, I was on. Uh, I, uh, I was online. Online for what? Turns out that she had been speaking to a guy. Yes. Malcolm. And Buffy is like, give me all the details. Oh, she wants the Spill. dirty deets. She is like, She's this like, is him. This is so huge. Tell me everything. What does he look like? What does he want? Blah blah blah. Does he have a big dick? She didn't say that. She didn't. No. But the subtext was there. Yeah, totally. It definitely was. Totally. Yeah. Um. And and Willow was like, well, I met him online. Online for what? Okay, that was another yeah. very nineties thing to say. Yo, this like basically <laughs> it's still like this almost reminded me of a catfish episode. Um, if you guys know, Catfish is a show on MTV where uh, oh. people try to find out. Oh, I they... thought you were just talking about like catfishing. The oh no, 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 no! There's a show called Catfish on MTV, and it's just a bunch of people, a bunch of people. You know, they fall in love with someone on the internet, so they call Neve and um, the other guy Max to find out whether um, this person that they're in love with really exists. And most of the time, they're being catfished with someone else. Oh, my God. That's a whole show? It's so amazing. I oh fucking my God, love I would the watch show, like every second of it's it. It's so, so good. I'm into and it. this also just reminded me of, like, you know, like, I felt like Joss was saying, be careful on the internet, guys. You never know. That is so prescient. Okay, so I want to get into that. Just, like, one second. We're almost there plot-wise. Yeah. Um... So let's see, uh, they're on the computer, in the computer lab, and all I could think is, where's Oregon Trail? <laughs> Old school. Until I was in, like, fourth grade, that was literally the only use that anybody had ever had for the computer was wow. playing Oregon Trail. Nothing else, huh? I, I mean, technically, we had Prodigy, and what? we occasionally said... That's a thing? Wait, yep. that's a thing now. There are kids who now who play a math game called Prodigy. No, 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 no. It was like it was the the alternative to AOL back in the day. Oh wow! So there was like a America Online and then Prodigy and like Earthlink. I think were like the big wow. internet providers. Wow! And so you could go onto your email, and there were like twelve games, or there was like an electronic mail function you could do for some email but even that like was a little bit weird wow it wasn't until 97 98 that instant messenger even started to become a thing yeah yes. and i never even really used instant messenger but these were look look we to get instant messenger until i was probably 16 you had to get wait for those free cds to come in the mail for like 500 free hours of aol Wow. <laughs> that was the only way that we could use it. I just remember the classic, though. Yeah. You guys yeah, love cool. that sound, right? And then, uh, <laughs> you know, AOL. It's the one that did, you've got mail. You've like, got mail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, That's and they made a whole movie called You've Got Mail. Really? Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. There's so many things I've done on. What uh, year book, is this? Store owners. Well, it was probably around 2000. Well, I, I just came it, to America, so I did not know. <laughs> you can't use that every episode. I can <laughs> use that every episode because it's literally while I don't know a lot of these things. I am I am an immigrant to people, and I was seven when I came to the great America. I couldn't even watch The Simpsons. Our dad, my, my dad wouldn't let me because oh. he said it was bad. My parents wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons Yeah, either. but now he's like, it's such a smart show. And I'm like, yeah, you weren't saying that when we were younger. Yeah, we learned a true. lot. That's true. 
Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, so aside from Oregon Trail, which I've recently discovered that there are emulators online, and I have genuinely spent entire weekends just sitting at home playing Oregon Trail. Oh my Trail. goodness, what is the point of this Oregon Trail? It is not a great game. It's just so nostalgic. Is it like, it's like the people who are going out yeah. to Cali for the gold rush and you're basically yeah. trying to survive? So you meet up like in St. Louis and like you buy a team of oxen and a wagon and supplies and you have to like hunt oxen and foxes and things okay. until you like make your way across and people die from like dysentery or cholera or snake bites. What and- is the purpose <laughs> to the, the point is to at least one person make it to Oregon alive. Okay. <laughs> Which Just one? Not Such a low standard. Wow. Well, you start off with five. Wow. Um, and, like, you just have to have one person to get alive. Wow. <laughs> it's a great game. Um, okay. Wait, hold on. Oh, okay. So they're in the commuter. The commuter. They're in the computer lab, and Willow is talking about, like, it's not like that with Malcolm. Like, why don't you want this for me? He likes me. And Buffy's like, I'm just trying to look out for you. And the computer, somehow, because I do not remember computers having this technology back then, scans her face. Yeah. Yeah, there's no webcam. camera, like, zoomed in. But there's no camera on a computer that old. No, 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 no. There was a webcam on the side. There were not webcams No, no, no. There was a little, like, round thing that had a camera in it. That's what was scanning in on her face. Someone's not paying attention. No, I swear webcams didn't. I'm sorry. Webcams in It was a video camera and it was zooming in on her face. It was round. Okay, then it had to have come out after October. Okay, I guess maybe that. Boom. No, October 1997. This went on in April of 1997. Josh was a step ahead of all of us, okay? I saw a freaking camera. It was on the side. It wasn't okay, on top of okay, it. It fine, was on the side. All right, fine. I, yeah. will, I will concede this one. Yes, you will. So the, the camera scanned her face, but then goes into the all of the yeah. files, her permanent record. Yeah. Um, which I thought Principal Flutie ripped up in the first episode. Yeah, but uh, no, we have it on file. Yeah. Tell us about the power, of, the power of technology. But he just like scanned her face. And then be able to go in and be like, oh, this is Buffy. This is her problem. And then he's bringing up all of that crap to Willow. Like, well, that's why she got picked out of her old school. What? Creepy. But uh, in the meantime, uh, Buffy's like, well, how do you know if he's he's real or, or has a hairy back? And Willow says, he doesn't sound like somebody that would have a hairy back. No. Like, and I was like, wait, what? What, what does somebody with a hairy back sound like? I would. Hey there, Willow. How you doing? <laughs> My name's uh, Malcolm. 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 And, uh, I got it. says things like a uh, hairy back. Uh, that stuff doesn't really matter if you really care about somebody. Mm. I yeah. mean, it matters a little bit, but but I Tend take it, her but point. Yeah, I, I take was her like, point. I'm into that. I do. I, I like that. Love sweet. is love. Yeah. Um. But then, like, chaos is starting to happen around the school a little bit. Anybody with a computer, there's one kid sitting on the steps, and he's like, what? Nazi Germany was a model for well-ordered efficiency. I was like, I didn't write that. I was like, what the hell? I was like, great, white supremacy. Oh, well, you know, Fritz had something to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking freak. Yeah. Um, Speaking of freak, don't you love that when um, Buffy was having a conversation with Xander about 
this person potentially being dangerous. She was so focused on them potentially being a circus freak. Right. What if they're a circus freak? And I'm like, Buffy, what is a circus freak? I, and what is your problem? No, I have it written down. Have oh. you not watched The Greatest Showman? That's rude. Willow axe murdered by a circus freak. It's like, come on. Come on. Like, um, what, the circus freak, like... That reminds me of... Did you ever watch American Horror Story? Oh, yeah. But oh, I my didn't God. Watch remember the, the lobster hands? I didn't watch the circus yet. Because oh, circus freaks are something that bug me. Really? Yeah, I can't get into it. No. Oh, no, like... Oof, 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 oof. Like, even just, like, Siamese twins. I can't even read stories about them. Oh, my God. Like, I see a picture of, like, tiny little babysitter Siamese twins. Oh, my God. Chicago Med, one of my favorite shows. Got my boo, um, uh, Collins Onnell. Uh, he had to separate Siamese twins this year. And, like, I couldn't even watch half of what he did, even though he's the world's handsomest man, because... Wow, wow, wow. Like, I, I just... I, Getting I, to know you a little bit more I couldn't. better. I, I, I couldn't. I don't do well with deformities of the body. Mm. I, I can't, like... You're not into the lobster hands? No. And do you realize he was using that to, like, finger a bunch of, like... <laughs> White woman Maybe who just like didn't have a life and they just needed to be Do you think fingered. that that isn't part of my issue? Okay. I can imagine like, I don't want that up there. Yeah. No. I no. mean, but they did. Mm, I, I don't think so. Mm. I don't think anybody wants that. No one wants lobster hands up the cooch? I don't think so. Do you? I mean, uh, no. Yeah. No. Okay. No. That seems like a very sensitive area for like, have you ever like touched a lobster's claws? Yeah, but... His like her skin. He was no, no. Not formed. But no, not into it. He was, and he was not interested. No, no. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe they try harder, which is something. Yeah. But like, no, not interested. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Willow blows off Xander. We've never seen that before. Oh yes. Oh yeah. She blows him off hardcore, and Xander's like color in her cheek, bouncing the steps. I don't like it. It's not healthy. I was like, you're such a hater. But don't you love that Buffy actually called out Xander for being yes. so abandoned? Yes, I was abandoned? like, yep, yeah. get him. Yeah, but then he gets Buffy all worked up as though Willow's going to be murdered by yeah. a, a uh, circus, circus freak. freak. Yeah, there we go. And then we cut to that kid Fritz in the computer library, and he's all like, I'm jacked in. Jacked in. I'm jacked in. Jacked in. I'm jacked in. Like, and then he has, like, a thing, and he's carving, carving a letter M. into his, yeah. No, no. He thank kept saying jacked in, jacked in. I was and like, I and you can't see like what off. he's doing, but like clearly his hand is doing yeah, something. Yeah, I, like, like, I don't need. Are you jacked off? Like what's going on? Now, when they're saying jacked in, are they like, like what is the like, like, no, that's like, like the modem. No, no, that's like the modem in your phone jack. What? Because your your modem oh, has to go thing. into the phone that was jack. Thing. That was the thing. Yeah. Wow, that was a. So Probably. that's without, instead of before, yep. like now it goes in your cable jack a yeah. lot of the time, or like your cable whatever, but yeah, you used to have to go into your phone jack. Wow. So he's jacked in. Oh my god, I feel like my age I, and maturity are really coming to play here. They really are. Imagine if you keep saying jacked in. Yeah, jacked I'm going to stop saying that actually. Jacked in, jacked in, jacked in, jacked in. So, so Buffy is trying to talk to... Willow again, and she's like, Malcolm said you wouldn't understand. Yeah, and I was like, Willow, manipulation. Okay, so here's where I want to get into one of our side notes for this episode, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, I really want to talk about uh, cyber-stalking and cyber-predators. I think it's pretty apt. Point. 
Um, and I think that this is a really good thing to get into. So I took some notes earlier. A mm-hmm. um, couple of things. So I actually found an episode or an interview, an article very specifically referencing this episode uh, on Wired. Okay. Shockingly, the gang on Buffy is not very lucky in love. It's not chill mm-hmm. to ask out a high schooler when you're a vampire who's been alive for centuries, although we're totally into it. Mm-hmm. And that's actually one of the more successful relationships. In iRobot Eugene, the show gets to the root of a great modern evil, the endless stream of creeps you encounter while trying to find love online. Who are you telling? The episode originally aired April 21st, 1997, and to this day is still the most powerful art created about Tinder. Yes, and okay, Cupid. Mm. Unfortunately, one of them is cursed, and dear sweet Willow ends up dating a literal monster <laughs> yes. who she thinks is just a high school student named Malcolm. Oh my god, poor I met him online, Willow explains to Buffy, to which Buffy responds, Online for what? <laughs> uh, remember when those jokes were new? I do. <laughs> um, he doesn't talk like someone who would have a hairy back, says Willow, defending her new love. Girl, a hairy back is the least of your worries in yes, these situations. Kind of, um, now, I would like to disclaim to anybody that is interested, I met my husband online. Okay. <gasps> what? I totally knew that. We, yeah, we met on Match.com. Match.com. Which is like the highest caliber well, of he, all the he dating He's been shows. on eHarmony for a while, which, by the way, that shit ain't cheap. Match. Uh, shit. Yeah. It's not like all the other ones are trash, like Tinder, OkCupid, okay, Plenty of Fish, trash. But, but uh, Match.com and eHarmony, that's the good shit. He was yeah. actually only my third date mm. from online. Lucky you, and, you didn't uh, have to suffer. I'm still suffering you on know these what? sites. No, here's the crazy thing is I know multiple people who are have married or are marrying somebody that was within the first one to five dates they did online on Match or even So why am I still suffering and single? Maybe you should stop posting pictures of your boobs to I Tinder. don't have, I do not have pictures of my, disclaimer, I do not have pictures of my boobs on Tinder. Thanks to a very wise friend that stopped That's you. only when I was really drunk and she stopped me and it never happened. I have a regular profile on it. Is true. It is true. And by Find the way, me. No hate to somebody on on Tinder or anything. I'm just saying, like, it's trash. I'm not. No, just I'm like, not hating on online dating because oh that rhymes. Um, because I think that it is great because that's otherwise I wouldn't have met the love of my life. I'm just oh. saying. I know it's adorable. Uh, if you don't like happiness, just stop listening right now. <laughs> um, but seriously, but you have to be careful. So cyber stalking. Yep. Uh, so there's two things we're going to talk about real quick. Cyberstalking, which is sort of what Malcolm's doing, but also just cyber predators. And I'm just going to like kind of barrel through some of this. Cyberstalking is the use of the internet or other electronic means, so like cell phone, uh, to stalk or harass an individual group or organization. It may include false accusations, defamation, slander, and libel. It may also include monitoring, which I think we can all agree mm-hmm. Malcolm is doing. For sure. Uh, identity theft, which I think within everything that happened with Dave was there. Yes. Threats, vandalism, solicitation for sex, not that we saw on screen, doesn't mean it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Or gathering information that may be used to threaten, embarrass, or harass. Cyberstalking is often accompanied by real-time or offline stalking. Um, and in many jurisdictions, such as California, where Sunnydale is, both are criminal offenses. Good. 
both are motivated by a desire to control, intimidate, or influence a victim. Mm -hmm. A stalker may be an online stranger or a person whom the target knows. He may be anonymous and solicit involvement of other people online who don't even know the target. So I feel like this all is like right in the yep. like exact what happened in the episode. Um, there are four types of cyber stalkers, according to Leroy McFarlane and Paul Boji. Um, the vindictive cyber stalker, noted for the ferocity of their attacks. That's mm -hmm. like some criminal minds stuff. Mm -hmm. The composed cyber stalker, also probably criminal minds, whose motive <laughs> is to annoy the intimate cyber, or is, is to annoy. There's the intimate cyber stalker who attempts to form a relationship with the victim but turns on them if rebuffed which I think is what we're dealing here with Malcolm, mm -hmm. um, and the collective cyberstalker groups with a motive. Facilitated sex crimes against minors involve deceit and begin with adults communicating with children over the internet with the goal of coercing them into illegal activity, usually okay. sexual. Sometimes the sexual abuse happens face-to-face, -face, but not always. Yeah. Chat rooms, instant message, internet forums, social networking sites, cell yeah. phones, and even video game consoles have issues with online predations. Ugh. These online areas attract predators because they allow them to have access to make contact with victims without drawing attention. Mm -hmm. Also, the anonymity of online conversations leads to the disinhibition of minors, making them feel more comfortable and more likely to engage in risky behaviors. Yeah allowing predators to use manipulation to put their targets into situations where they'll comply with the predator's sexual demands. Gross. That very recently, two or three weeks ago, did an episode on cyberstalking, um, Wine and Crime Podcast. Uh, it's available on most major platforms. Go ahead and take a listen to that if you want to get more in-depth on the psychology and background behind what is happening, why people do this, um, and also just like some stories about it. They're all horrifying. Yikes. Um, but it's one of the things that made me want to talk about this in mm. context of this episode. Yeah. Um, approximately one in seven youth internet users received unwanted solicitations last year. Oh, my God. I, I, it's gross. 9% uh, of uh, youth internet users have been exposed to distressing sexual material while online that they did not seek out. So oh, take, a, take aside all of the kids that have been Googling for stuff, yeah. and then this is what the ones that they didn't want. Did not want it at all. Predators seek youth vulnerable to seduction, including those with histories of sexual or physical abuse. Mm. Those who post sexually provocative photos or videos online. And those who talk about sex with unknown people online, which I've never quite understood that, but I think that this episode actually sort of opened your eyes. Yeah. Um, one in 25 youths received an online sexual solicitation, which the solicitor tried to make offline contact. Ugh. I know. In more than one quarter, actually 27% of incidents, solicitors asked youth for sexual photographs of themselves. Disgusting. The most common first encounter of a sexual predator um, with an internet-initiated sex crimes victim took place in an online chat room, mm. which I think we find out is where Willow met Malcolm. Yep. That is, by the way, 76% of them. Oh, my God. And nearly half, 47% of the cases involving an internet-initiated sex crimes victim the predator offered gifts or money during the relationship building phase. 
Internet-based predators use less deception to befriend their online victims than experts thought. Only 5% of the predators told their victims that they were in the same age group as the victims. Most offenders told the victims they were older males seeking sexual relations. Oh my god. Yeah. This, and by the way, this episode is basically before cell phones. 15% of cell-owning teens, 12 to 17, mm-hmm. say they've received sexually suggestive nude or semi-nude images of someone they know via text. Wow. Yeah, that one really, wow. Um, of respondents to a survey of juvenile victims of internet-initiated sex crimes, the majority met the predator willingly face-to-face, and 93% of those encounters had included sexual contact. Oh, my God. Uh, this is so gross. This is so upsetting. I know. Um, 26% of teenagers and young adults say they have participated in sexting. Um, nearly 40% of young people in a relationship have experienced at least one form of abuse via technology. A large majority, 81%, say they rarely or never feel their significant other uses technology to keep tabs on them too often. However, perpetrators of sexual abuse, an estimated 60% of perpetrators of sexual abuse are known to the child but are not family members. So I guess that's something to celebrate. Uh, yeah. um, about 30% of perpetrators of child sexual abuse are family members. Wow. And not all perpetrators are adults. An estimated 23% of reported cases of child sexual abuse instigated online are perpetrated by individuals under the age of 18. So now that you want to blow your brains out from what's happening, though, I think that puts a different spin Mm -hmm. on what is happening with Willow. Yeah. Like, Willow is blowing off her friends, including Xander. Total manipulation. Like, Xander is the guy that she can't stop talking about, and she's always talking about her fantasies with him, but she's been so friend-zoned by him. Yeah, that's true. And I I wrote down, because again, like where she said to Buffy, well, Malcolm said you wouldn't understand. Yes, when she said that, I was like, oh, Lord, no. And it's just, like, that broke my heart a little bit. And she is so open to this Malcolm guy that she's never she, met. Yeah. Who is being, if you read like any of the the messages, so manipulative. Yes. It, it just devastating. It just like I, I've got notes throughout the episode where everything is oh man. Well, well, well I I have to say I'm so glad that she was smart enough. But but imagine if he hadn't made that fatal mistake. Yeah, that's so true. Of like, well, that's what's on her permanent record. Yeah. I never told you that. Oh, you must have. And like, he makes her feel like an idiot yeah. for a second. And she's like, no, I'm sure of it. We and she's she like, knows to stay away. Yeah, but, but you know that white supremacist comes out. Anyway, but but st- yeah. and and still, like, he kind of gets to her anyways, yeah. which is upsetting. But but it just wow. Yeah. Um, to be a little bit lighthearted for a second, Buffy actually went and asked Dave in the computer lab, um, can you tell where that E letter came from? Yeah. Oh, Buffy. I would stay up till like two o'clock in the morning once we got the, uh, the, the internet downstairs. Yeah. Oh, I remember this guy, Sean. Oh, so in love with him. Hey, Sean. He's actually one of the only guys. That ever, straight guys that ever broke my heart. Aww. The straight guy is a big part of it. 
Um, he might be like the he's like one of the three guys I ever dated that's actually straight. Yeah, to me, like I just know if we're talking about just the internet and meeting people on it. When I was doing it when I was younger, of course, like a lot of perverts are coming out of the woodworks, and I like. I remember, like, hopping back on Skype, and this guy was like, hey, blah, 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 do you remember me? You know, I did... Skype didn't even exist until I was, like, 25. (laughs) This person is just like, hey, do you remember me? We would da-da-da-da-da, and I'd be like... So I replied, I was like, oh, yeah, weren't you really old? And I was, like, under 18, and he kind of just stopped talking to me at that point because I was like, yeah, you're a fucking creep, and why was I not thinking with my head back? There was a friend of my sister's. So, like, I don't know that I ever met anybody in a chat room. It was just always people that, like, I knew online or Mm -hmm. knew in person and would keep in touch with online. Um, Like, every time I would go out west to visit family or something, maybe I met somebody at my grandparents' church and I tried to keep in in touch with. Um, But I remember my older sister had a friend that came and stayed with us for a while. And, like, I guess they sort of dated, but then... He spent the whole time he was, like, 20, and he was hitting on me at the age of, like, 13. Oh, my God. But I didn't realize that's what was happening. So I kind of, like, secretly for a while kept in touch with him. And it wasn't until I was, like, 15 that I was, like, this This is weird. This is weird. Like, he was never asking me to do anything creepy or uncomfortable or anything. Like, he didn't ask for... Like, in fact, he didn't really mention anything. Yeah. I, so that's why it took until I was like 15 to be like, I don't think it's normal that a 22 year old guy is no. talking to me about my future and like yeah, not how I feel all. about guys that I have crushes on and okay, things. Yeah, so no. yeah, it took me a little while to figure that out. But yeah. you know, FTS, he actually was in prison for a while huh. um, and then got kicked in the head by a llama and is now like basically just the nicest guy on the planet because it was sort of like a llama-induced lobotomy. Oh my god, is it like the Phineas Gage shit? It just sounds like it's not going to break my heart that that's what happened to him based on the reasons why he was in jail. I'm not going to get into. Uh, Okay, so uh, Malcolm said you wouldn't understand me. Um... Oh, okay. We go to Giles and Ms. Calendar arguing again. Oh, yes. This episode, Linda, I apologize, is a mess. You're going to have to make sense of it. Sorry, that's what we're paying you zero dollars for. I promised her if we ever get, like, Patreon money or or something, she gets 10%. Okay, that's cool. That's going to be fun. Yeah. So, things that... So, Ms. Calendar and Giles are talking and... And he's just like, things that involve the computer fill me with a child-like Yeah. Oh. I married Giles. Giles. You understand that, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I married Giles. Giles. Poor Giles. And he basically is like, well, what are you going to do to check up on Will? Are you going to, like, tail her? No, that would be insane. Cut to Buffy. (laughs) Or I guess she's tailing Dave. Dave. She's tailing Dave. She's tailing Dave. Yeah. Cut to those insane glasses. Oh that my I god! I nominate them for want. the nineties, the most nineties thing. We've got a lot. There was a lot of nineties. Like in this my episode. goodness, those shades were just like, what is I going on? I want them. I would look so good in those. Oh my! They're so tiny though. But like they, they were, didn't but even I, fit her but face. Like, I've got a small face. Like it, it just doesn't matter. They're just too tiny for any no. human's face. No, no, they they're were too great. tiny for any they human's were perfection. face. Perfection and her brushed. Suede trench coat. Yeah, that combination. I want it so bad. I want it. I want it. 
Uh, I'm sure you could get it at Wilson's Leather for like 80% off at the outlet yeah. mall because that was a really BFD back in the day. Lord. Wilson's hit. Leather at Lake Forest Mall? Oh my god, yeah. Lake Forest Mall? That's probably getting closed down soon. Oh, well, it's been like, what, eight stabbings? Yeah. It's, <laughs> but I was a mall a rat one. back in the day. Like, we would just go to Cinnabon and then we would. Cinnabon's like, closed now. Can you <gasps> got a freaking Cinnabon Why anywhere? Is there even a mall then? Right? Without a Cinnabon, you are nothing. The purpose of a mall is to have a place for Auntie Anne pretzels across the yes. hall from Cinnabon. Yes. That is the only reason malls exist. God, those pretzels are what's oh, keeping I could that eat place one in business. For, oh, I could eat an so, Auntie Anne so pretzel good. any day. So good. Um, um, how can Fritz just speak to computers and, like, the computer answered back? I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, that was really weird. And there's no headset. There's no microphone, like, no. in gaming or something. He's, like, typing. And then the computer, like, responds to him. Yeah, I, I guess I, these are, he gets special. I just, I don't. Malcolm came through with some special powers. Like, oh. Malcolm can rewire a computer yeah. so that he can hear things. Yeah. But, like, even though there's no input jack to the computer. It doesn't matter. This entire episode didn't yes. really make that much sense. So, I feel let's like, not question it. I kind of feel like Joss Whedon might be Giles. Like, he doesn't necessarily yes. understand technology. You know what's funny? I'm thinking, you know, at this time, technology was a new thing, but it also wasn't, like, that advanced. So, like, where else were you going to go with this episode? Like this For is real. so back because back when I was in high school, I was thinking about this when she was like, "This is computer science class." I had to take that. I don't know if you did, well, but like nope. my school, you had to take or test out of keyboarding, which was just typing. Really? So I did that. I was able to test out, even though I still to this day can't type like the normal way. Yeah. I type like a crazy person. I don't know home row and like qwerty and all of that. Really? But I can type like eighty words a minute with almost zero errors Whoa. but people look at me and they're like you are a freak nothing that you're doing right now makes sense uh which is i normal. need to see this one yeah i'll show you mm-hmm. in fact our patreon subscribers if you subscribe to three dollars <laughs> a month i will post a video of me typing like an insane person in her freakish yes. typing manner um but but then we had to take computer apps one which was basically how to use microsoft Okay. And then computer apps two, which was like intro to coding, like HTML. Like that's how I know how to do basic like open bracket, da da da, and then like backslash. I guess this is the thing they should be teaching us now because coding. Yeah, no, like we basically like that. That was required for graduation. Was computer apps one and two. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Well, the kind of world you lived in. Uh, <laughs> whoa. Not all of us went to Watkins Middle. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Um, um, can I uh, <laughs> say one of my favorite lines? So when um, Giles and Miss... Calendar. Calendar are getting into it. And Ugh. they're kind of arguing about It's so things. hot. The foreplay it's, is it's, so it's hot. It's so... I'm like, you guys should just fuck right now. Um, Would you be in that threesome? Um, I don't share, so I'd never be in a threesome. Really? I don't share. Not even just for the novelty of having a chance to be with him. I could just like if that, watch them, but, like, but I will not share. But like if that was your only chance to get some Giles. Like, let's just think about it. Like, for me, like, I feel like 
when it comes to threesome, there's always that one person who's not really doing anything, or they're trying to fit in while someone else but is doing not, something. I feel like that's not a good threesome. Like, it's not. There's only so much you can do. Like, if it was two guys, one girl, oh, that's yeah. the type of threesome I'm like, I'm okay. But, like, two girls and one guy So, like, you boring. would do, you, so Angel and Giles, that you're all oh, about that. Oh, my God. Heck, yeah. <laughs> one in the front, one in the back. You feel what I'm saying? Um, okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just stop here. So, back to my... Uh, um, favorite line um, when she's arguing. She says, you know, you just want to oh, so keep good. everything um, kept in carefully guarded repositories where only a handful of white guys can get it. Get at it. I was like, yes, girl, speak the truth. Preach. Speak yes. it, speak it, speak yes. it. I yes. was like, she is, ooh, she is speaking the truth. She's aware. She's just, I was like, go ahead, girl. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. That was the type of line I wanted to hear. Thank you, Joss. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the meantime, Xander is in the library. And first of all, Buffy's like, oh, I saw this. It was like CDR Industries or whatever. And Xander tells her what that stands for. Yeah. And everybody looks at him like, what? And he's like, what? I can't have information sometimes? Yeah, I was really impressed. And Giles goes, it's just pretty unprecedented. Yes. <laughs> I was not expecting him to have to know like some type of information that would help them. And then Miss Calendar comes in and she's talking to Giles and she does her thing. Yeah. And then she sees Buffy and Xander are there and she's like, wow, you kids really dig the library. Yeah. To read makes our speaking English good. Yeah. Oh, Xander. Nice job, Xander. You were like on a roll. Like, yeah. We were so and impressed. You lost it. Like we were turned on no oh he lost it oh yeah he lost it uh but then yeah the computer is speaking again yeah and i just i don't i don't like that i don't like the computer speaking back then no look my computer now like i have an alexa who's probably gonna start talking any second um like i'm fine with that but in 1997 computers didn't do that no they just they didn't i bet not uh, even when possessed by demons, they did not do no. that. Um, oh, oh, and then Giles is fighting with Jenny Calendar, and he's like, the way that he says, your web pages, he's like, web pages. Like, oh. It's like the dirtiest word that yeah. you can possibly just, think like, of. not into it, disgusted I, by and it. And I was just like, I wonder what he'd be like, like with dirty talk, if that's like how he feels about web pages. It like, would be like the least hot. Or, yeah, like, it would not be not at all. I'm yeah, sorry. no. Nothing he 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 would be like, I want to open your sacred chalice. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> 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 oh, not yeah, great. No. Um, <laughs> but then, uh, Miss Calendar to bring up her point, she's like, Oh well, look at this. What is this? There's not a lot of substance in this book. What was it? Like a diary. And Giles sees the face on the front. Yeah. And he notices the blank pages mm-hmm. and he's completely distracted. That's when he put two and two together and made four. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's just like, oh, I have to go. Yeah. And she's like, or he's like, I, I really enjoyed this. We were fighting. Yeah. We must do it again sometime. It's like, mm-hmm. mm hmm. That fighting's mean, foreplay. I do kind of enjoy a good, like, mm-hmm. makeup. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then. So he goes off and he's starting to research what he thinks this book is. Jenny Calendar leaves. 
uh, Buffy runs into Dave, who, by the way, he's so adorable. He is. He's adorable. Like, and she thinks for he's a second, ox. maybe he's Malcolm. Yeah. And, like, it's really excited. And he's like, no. And I was totally into that idea. Yeah. I thought that would have been adorable if that was, well, not Malcolm, like, evil Malcolm, but, like, if he was, like, into Willow and flirting with her online. Oh, yeah, that would like, be cute. That, that would have be been cute. adorable as hell. Yeah. Kind of manipulative, but. Well, no. Because he wasn't, like, trying to pretend to be somebody else. I mean, technically his name is Dave, and then he's Malcolm on the web, so he kind of is. But didn't you ever do that back in the day? Like, write a note, like, from your secret admirer. Yeah, but no. Malcolm could have been secret admirer. Okay, this reminds me of a Cinderella story. (laughs) Never seen it. Hilary Duff? Duff? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Okay, what? (laughs) I haven't seen The Princess Diaries, girl. What? I know. I've seen The Prince and Me with Julia Stiles. I like that one. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, no. Um, wow, we have gotten so... By the way, this is why we need somebody to sponsor us so yeah. that we have somebody that we're like, oh, hey, Coutinho, we have to get through this yeah. so that we can like make our money right now. It's yeah. just kind of like, hey, now we're, we're self-produced. Like, we're going to do what we want. Um, let's see. So, oh, God. So, so Dave says, she's like, have you seen Willow? She said she'd be in the girls' locker room. Number one. Who's in the girls' locker room no. ever? Even, even, I went to Forest Oak, even, like, in middle school right after gym, nobody was taking a shower. No. No. Not a thing. And that was, like, a school that was built the year that I started there. The showers were beautiful. Yeah. This one, I wrote down, that is the crustiest, most disgusting shower handle I have ever seen. I bet he got hepatitis just from touching it. Oh, gross, gross, gross. It was green. The fact that she even thought that someone would be taking a shower was weird. Like, she should like, have been like, I've not never heard this go on ever. So That is literally not a thing yeah, during like, the school no. day. Maybe, maybe if you're in a sport and it's like the end of the day and you have to like go to work or go home or something, like you have a little time and there's a stall, you'll take a shower. Yeah. But nobody's just like getting into the shower. No. During the middle of the school day with nope, 10 nope, other nope. naked people their age. Nope. That's not happening anywhere in America. Not at all. It's creepy. Um, and that shower handle, I'm sorry, like, you easily got, like, the bird flu or HIV or hepatitis <laughs> A, B, and C just from touching that. That was disgusting. It's pretty grody. Oh, my so God. So she goes in there to go turn it off, and then we see two electric wires at the bottom and they're kind of like and they're sparking, sparking yeah. just sparking the water's about to hit it and oh and guess who set that up that creepy freak Fritz Fritz, Fritz. freaking white supremacist Fritz this, this episode was so full of like Nazi ideology yes. and like illusions it was kind of I almost made us drink like a German wine but yeah. then I was like oh wait I don't really like most German wine so I'm not doing that yeah we're not doing that that's <laughs> not what it, it's not even worth it but, yeah. but again like I also still, I was watching it again tonight, and I couldn't figure out how he made it out from the shower, and by the way, I did not appreciate the black trench coat thing, because that was a little too, yeah. like, Columbine trench coat mafia, I don't know, I'm not, not Blech. but, like, he made it out of there, she made it in, they did not pass each other, and there was still just barely time before, like, between her turning off the water... And the sparkage. And by the way, she didn't even notice the sparkage when this she is went in. with how this episode is recorded. Yeah, this, this episode, it's honestly. Kind of I lazy. To, I really had to stretch a lot of things yeah. to get to this episode. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it made 
it made some good points because yeah. like the internet was so brand freaking new at this yeah. point. But I, uh, not, not, not great. Into it. So, so, anyways, she almost dies. Luckily, Dave is like, "But I'm gonna get, get out," and she sees the sparks. But the other thing that I really want to point out is, look, I owned those boots back in the day. Mm-hmm. Those were like six inches of fucking <laughs> rubber. Okay. So she was good, she no matter what. She was fine. Yeah. Like, honestly. So but they show her with the soles are smoking. I know. And her hair is, like, slightly frizzed, and it's just For like, Giles to be like, if it had been anyone other than the Slayer, or how about if it had been anyone wearing, like, sneakers? Yeah. That would have made more sense. Those yeah. boots, I think I have a pair upstairs right now. She would she have been fine. Yeah. That was so much rubber. I remember those days. Oh, this episode. But, so I was like, her soles were rubber. Why weren't they grounding? Yeah. Um, I get into the whole comment about um, Dave saves her, trying to argue Buffy isn't a threat to you. Then comment 2001 A Space Odyssey. Good morning, Dave. Um, I think now is probably a really good time to get into Quatina. Side note, what's a techno-pagan? All right. So, folks, this is even something that I had a lot of confusion with yeah we could really use a little because it's a it's a little super, context could help. super confusing all right so I'm just give me one second to pull this up okay so this is from their page so don't so I'm just gonna start with the simple um, definition of it which is from our beloved Wikipedia oh Wikipedia thank you Wikipedia what did so techno paganism is an umbrella term that characterizes several different beliefs and practices in neo paganism which is modern day pa- paganism um, in reference to the place of technology in neo pagan practice so neo paganism has a number of distinct definitions found in various discourse the use of modern-day devices in magical ritual, this can include the substitution of technology for traditional magical tools, such as using their oven for hearth, keeping a disc of shadows instead of a book of shadows, and using a laser pointer as a wand. In other practice, technology is a target of the magical work, such as the use of stones and other charms to help improve the performance of mundane items or online role-playing avatars. Now, let's, to get a good idea of it, let's, well, I'm just going to read this section before I go into um, exactly what techno-pagans describe themselves as. So, when used to describe belief systems, techno-paganism focuses on the spiritual side of technology. This can include the belief that technological items and artifacts of modern living, such as buildings, roads, parks, cars, and other such items, have pseudo-spirits, or totem spirits of their own. This also extends to cities. One belief that faces um, substantial objections is that the internet itself is attaining a unique spirit. Indeed, it is the stated objective of the creator of BRML to bring about the merging of the spirit world with the physical world. So just to kind of talk about um, techno-paganism, this is kind of... uh, description i guess from them deep inside all of us we feel a spirituality some of us are forced into the belief system which allows us to deal with our spirituality but hinders our expression of real humanity christianity plays crazy games with sexuality atheism locks us away from our need for spirituality that's true yeah there we i go. agree 100 percent there 
Many have found Wicca, the modern worship of the nature goddess in her many robes, based upon old European religions. Wicca does a very good job of accepting what what it means to be human, to be social, to be sexual, to Ooh, be hello. women, or to be a man. Wicca makes a few dogmatic claims, indeed. It is a free-flow religion with most formalities, if any, worked out by local covens. So that's like, like if you went back to, like, uh, Merlin and and King Arthur and all of that kind of getting into like Mother Earth and the the, the Earth Goddess. Ever regarding Wiccans, yes, I met my first Wiccan in middle school. She was really cool. Yeah, she had a book and everything. She there, was teaching me. I know there's there's a church around here actually. The Universal uh, Unitarians, they have a pagan group that meets there. Wow, once a month. Yes, I did not know. And um, they have like a maze out back and stuff because mazes are something like Wiccans and pagans like to go out to to like center themselves. Okay, so now are Wiccans and pagans the same things though? Aren't they? I kind of thought that they basically were. I I thought they they were basically the same thing. I think I Uh, feel like that's a good question. Let me Google that real quick. Look into that. Uh, Are Wiccans and pagans the same? Hold on. yeah, Wicca, also termed pagan witchcraft, is a contemporary pagan new religious movement. Okay. It was developed in England during the first half of the 20th century and was introduced to the public in 1954. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I like Wicca because it's a little, like, um... It's very holistic. I like the, yes, exactly. Well, into the whole goddess thing. Well, and the this show, especially being as feminist as it is, as you really go is. throughout the series, gets more and more into yes. Like they 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 go whole hog, embrace it, like just like let's just go for it. I'm but into it. I'm anyways, really into I know it. you've got more, but I just wanted to. Oh no, it's totally fine. So um, continue. But there is a strong spirituality within many of us we cannot hide from anymore. It is as new as computers, but the force behind it is as old as humanity itself. We as humans are tool makers. Magic has long been associated with the making of precision tools, axes, swords, goblets, fire. But the new techno magic is different. It is no longer it, it no longer is simple serving us in the field or in battle. It allows us to study the very nature, the goddess we come from. It has become meta magic, a meta mystery. The force is great, and especially the programmers, laser jocks, scientists, and silicone architects can feel it. The technology has a spirit of its own, as valid as the spirit of any creature of the goddess. This is the spiritual force we, those who are called techno-pagan, feel and must express. Not surprisingly, we find ways of bringing technology into our worship. Our grand challenge, though, is to balance our exploding technology with the forces of nature. We must do as we will, but harm none. Many of us already have our ceremonies, our raves, our ham fests, but we must seek further balance with the goddess, the field days, the Winnebago, and more worship, which mixes the tech with magic. So basically, they, oh, there's so much in there to unpack. So much. So one of the things, though, that I just have to be like, I'm sorry. So, okay, pagans, I'm used to that being like May Day or Summer Solstice. That's a really big deal. Yes. You are worshiping the rotation of the sun yes. and the harvest and blah, blah, blah. But then they're equating that with raves. Yeah. That I am trying really hard not to hate on. So if anybody can illuminate that for me, I I would appreciate it. Because I, really, I really want to appreciate this as an actual thing. But 
But the second you put like rave as part of like your worship services, I've I've been to one or two, and I'm. I, hey, it depends on the type of rave you're going into. What, what rave have you been to that makes you feel like you are in touch rave, with? Okay, but you never know. Like, what bum, if bum, you bum. haven't been to a specific <laughs> pagan rave? That's what you need to go to. Yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, it's um, so much more than that. I, I will say, though, like, the other interesting thing about this page is it also, like, starts to compare techno-paganism mm-hmm. with techno-shamanism. Okay. So, yes, yes. the Native Americans, basically, shamanism is um, a belief in supernatural forces that can be accessed. Yes. So, it's kind of like being able to take flight in a an eagle is shamanism. Okay, yes. Um, so this one, a techno-shaman, is one who believes that the essential core of the universe is an algorithm. Holds that there is a morality that can be derived from this algorithm, which can be briefly stated as, if need, then help. And this really freaked me out because I was like, oh my god, last week I was doing if formulas in Excel where I was like, if this is greater than this, do this in Excel. Okay. So I was like, oh my God, that is an algorithm. <laughs> um, I am a god because I just made this happen. Um, acts, to help, <laughs> acts to help others by applying the derivatives of the algorithm to everyday human existence. So like in the stock market... Uh, if you invest in certain things, you might get a derivative where they say, okay, well, there's a little bit of extra money left over at the end of the day, so we're going to give everybody an extra 50 bucks. Okay, so that's kind of saying the thanks. same thing. Um, and then develops the spirit of technology to serve the means of carrying out the algorithm. And I'm sorry, isn't that the plot of The Matrix? I've never understood that movie before. <laughs> I still don't. I've <laughs> seen The Matrix like 30,000 times. Have you? Unfortunately, my ex... His birthday was, like, middle of May, and it was always, like, the weekend that the Matrix came out, the new Matrix movies came out, was, like, the weekend of his birthday. So I had to, like, go to the theater and see it. But, like, right before that, he would want to rewatch the ones leading up to it. So I swear to God, I've seen the Matrix, like, 10,000 times. I still don't understand what they're about. Yeah, me neither. But I think it's this. This? I think it's this. So technically, the Matrix was about techno-paganism? Techno-paganism, techno-shamanism. Techno-shamanism? it's like one of those. Yes. I look that makes more sense to me than any Okay, by the way, that just sounded like somebody trying to access dial up internet. That sounds like you're trying to dial in. I am. I am trying to dial into this connection you're making because I'm confused. That was a solid Yeah. Solid. Yeah. No, but like I think I think that's what the matrix is. I really do. So, if anybody out there can illuminate us onto what, like, the that Matrix would be, means. We, we, that if would you be. can explain it in 90 seconds or less. Or so if that, there's a techno-pagan out there that just wants to have this conversation with look, us. Look, either one. I think either would be really good dinner party anecdotes yep. for me to have. Because yep. I'm married to a politician. And oh. I'm, like, constantly having to, like, come up with interesting conversation around people I don't know or oh. care about. And, and so I'm like, oh, hey, did you know that techno-paganism means? <laughs> or... Did you understand that the plot of the Matrix was they're all trying to worship the algorithm? No. Like I think that these things would make me that much better of a wife. Probably. 
so that's something you could suck under that belt of you know yeah. the features that come. I think it would be really good. So if anybody can please explain in ninety seconds or less that's the Matrix, techno paganism, techno shamanism, or how these computers were able to hear. <laughs> and then You're still on that. Yeah, yeah I'm really yeah. upset about that. Okay. Um, or why her boots weren't grounding enough with oh, all yeah. of that rubber. There's a lot of holes in this episode. Yes, you got some oh. explaining to do. So they finally figure it out. Uh, oh, oh, wait, Willow. hold on, sorry. Xander. Xander is really upset once they figure out what's going on with Willow. Mm-hmm. As friend-zoned as he made her, like, ten seconds earlier. Yep. Oh, he is so upset that something might happen to her. Yeah. Um, I'm going to kill Dave. Feeling. He's so adorable about it. Really okay, like, I would you. really like to hear. What do you think of Xander and Willow's journey? Um, I don't care for it. I okay. feel like if you are, I feel like, I don't know, women these days should be, like, the way that he treats Buffy, the way he's so concerned about Buffy and all that stuff. Like we only got like a glimpse of that for Willow in this episode. I just feel like it's not enough. She deserves better. In she like, but that's what I'm saying. So far, I, mean, I don't high, care for this. But high school guys like, are okay. idiots. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> if this progresses any further, and he steps his shut up, and he really treats her the way she's supposed to be treated, I'm all for it. You hear that, Willow? You deserve better. You deserve better. Willow. You do. Um, but he's so cute. Where he's like, I'm gonna kill Dave. Thanks. Um, and then Buffy's like, be real. My hair. Oh yeah, it's your best hair ever. That was so Chandler Bing from Friends. I yeah, still never watched that. But I I really 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 need a fan like we have so many, so many. I need someone to go and find all of the uh, like Chandler Bing quotes like your best hair ever, and mix them together, Xander and Chandler because they sound exactly the same. Okay, that's the guy whose sister's Monica. I, Wait, I, no, no. Ew. Chandler's the one that marries Monica. Ew. Not, oh, oh, Monica's brother is the one that gets with Jennifer Aniston. Yes, that is Ross. Yes, I knew there that. There we go. Yeah. Okay. And this is where it all stops. Yep. Uh, and then... So they figure uh, out that it's oh, Moloch the Corrupter, right? They go, you released Moloch? Way to go, Giles. Yes. Uh, but technically, Buffy, it was you. Uh, well, I mean, technically, I guess it was Willow. But Buffy took the book out. yeah. But Willow scanned it. But it was but Giles. I guess Giles, book. technically, why'd you have this book in the library? Like, Giles probably should have read every book before. Or it got scanned. Yep. Because who knows when they were... Because he acted like it was this normal practice. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're really going to assign blame to anybody, it's got to be Giles. Yeah. He really, he really should Giles. read the books before yep. he puts them out there. Because they're like, oh, in the Middle Ages, it was common to do this. Yeah. Well, no. then why'd you just let them go yeah. willy-nilly? Sorry, boo-boo. We're yeah. not doing that now. Um. Oh, but then he figures out that it's Moloch is not just like out there, not just in the computer, because Buffy tries to delete it. Yeah, and Moloch comes up. It's like, <laughs> stay away from Widow. Why is he like the least badass villain they've ever had? On yeah, there? like he's just. I'm just like, okay, it's, no. it's so not. Anyways, uh, and then, but then they put it together. He's not just in there. He's in that. He's in every computer connected to it by a modem. Which, by the way, I would like to think, or I wouldn't like to think, but I think 
a lot of survivalists used this episode to be like, we've got to go underground. <laughs> we need to, like, go to a bunker in Waco, Texas. See, this is what could happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and, and they're like, it could start nuclear war. And, I mean, they're, they were right. True. They were right. Like, that, that had a lot of... Uh, and Die Hard did an, ep- uh, did, did an episode, did an entire movie, basically, on this concept. Um, but shouldn't it have been a better wake-up call to them about how Willow was feeling? That, that she was so easily... like Because they talk about Moloch the Corrupter and Moloch the guy that like trades love for this and True. like fed on the lonely and everything. Why weren't they more... Willow is going through something and we should be there more for her yeah but at this point it was wasn't it more of a good thing because she had a boo you know she was booed up she was a happy young lady and well, it wasn't really like she was going through a tough time and maybe this was like what it was but but buffy should have known better because buffy's been there every time she's talked about how upset xander yeah or how buffy upset she's about xander. does like kind of clue in is kind of like something's weird but she doesn't put that much effort the other into thing is, really like, finding we out. found out during the the episode with the hyenas xander knows exactly how willow feels oh yeah exactly which pisses me off oh yeah pisses i mean me and like it, by the way it would be one thing if just like when he talked to Buffy, was that episode, was it that? I, I don't know. know. He talked this to her. This was eight, right? Oh, maybe, I, maybe we aren't there. Never mind. I'm, wait. Was there ever any. Six. Was there a conversation where he basically said he kind of like wants to. No. Yeah, the hyena episode, episode six. Yeah, where no. he was like. Never mind. I'm, oh, I'm, you're skipping ahead. ahead? Yep, I am. Sorry. Um, anyways, uh, so hate that Xander is so. What would he want with Willow? Is yeah. another note that I have. Like, Xander, you are so upset he, he, about Willow being in danger. This is why he's not on my smash list. Irksome. He gets better. He does. I but hope so. He's such an idiot kid. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, um, at this point, uh, Buffy goes out. She finds a dead Dave because Dave, you know, oh walks God, in after yes. helping um, Buffy escape, being shot. That, that was really upsetting. Happened. And basically, this thing writes out his suicide note, and then Fritz, the white supremacist, we are comes guessing out of we actually don't see this, but it's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, and hangs him and leaves a note on him. So that's what Buffy finds, and then we head to Willow's home, where she's actually she's noticed at this point she's that something's weird. weird. Something's so she weird. tries to ignore. Yeah, um, she it. turns it down, and it yeah. turns it back on. Yeah, and it's, it's like you've got mail, and it's like all right then. And he's yeah. like, we've got to meet now. She hears the door. She thinks it's dad. Like, oh, dad, you forgot your key again. And open it up. No one's there. Turn around. Fritz, the white supremacist, comes and chloroforms Where her. did he get chloroform? Yeah. Well, can't you find that anywhere? Or no? Chloroform? Pretty sure that's, that better be a controlled substance. I mean, substance. it's the 90s, so... Uh, I mean, they act like that's the kind of thing you can get in a science lab, but seriously, where did he get the I mean, remember, from? we're at freaking Sunnydale, which had, uh, <laughs> what the fuck, what, what was that episode where the, the, the <laughs> witch, was like the witch, they had all this other shit, so yeah, I'm pretty sure he can get chloroform from their science lab. Okay. It's so, completely possible. The FDA needs to seriously rate this yeah. place. Um, and in the meantime, Buffy and Xander are telling Giles, like, 
you need to get Miss Calendar involved. This is a computer thing, clearly. Yes. And he goes, how am I going to convince her there's a demon on the internet? It's true. Like, how are we supposed to have this conversation? Um, it's going to look fucking crazy. Yeah. But then what I, a lot of people might not have heard, uh, when Miss Calendar comes into the library, you see, or you hear, Giles has the news on, and there's something about, like, so-and-so archbishop stole money from the Catholic Church, and yeah. all serial killers profiles have been downloaded that, that was like, like what the so moloch is, is like in the internet and like yeah. trying to just like screw with yeah. ever because think about it if you were a 15th century demon brought back to life in the internet isn't going after the catholic church one of the first things that you would do oh i yeah. see what you did there yeah very very that was actually and then like also do you realize at some point there's a nurse like walking through rapidly speaking to like a teacher i don't know a principal and she's like there was no there was no list of his uh, of his allergy to penicillin yes i so heard really that really trying to kill so, people so out he here. has a scrum with just like the school records i'm just like yeah, it was it was like wow, this guy yeah. is a douche. He's like a um, and and so Giles says like I'm going to tell you something that you're not going to believe. Um, and and he says something like there's a demon inside the internet, and she goes, Yeah, yeah, I know. The portents have been happening for days. Power surges, online shutdowns. I bet it's a mischief demon. You should see the bones I've been casting. And he just looks at her like. What? How, how do you think of this? What are you, what are you talking about? And and then he's like, well, actually, it's Moloch. And she goes, oh, I should have known. Yes. I was like, okay. Should you have? This yeah. whole time, we're thinking the only people who are hip to this universe, Giles, uh, Buffy, Willow, yeah. Xander, that's it. And then she looks at him like he was crazy and is like, the divine exists in cyberspace as much as it does out here. Yeah. Which was a good line. And by the way, as much as we've been trying to figure out what the hell techno paganism is, is, I thought that was that, that part of that was a relatively. It makes it makes it make a little bit more sense that you know if evil can exist in the outside world, evil can exist inside, inside, technology. inside technology, like computer. Look. I guess at the end of the day, kind of like the Matrix or Terminator or something, you have to believe that machines can slash will become sentient, which is one of the first rules, Asimov's rules of robot. Like, okay. they can become sentient. And they will. I know that. Eventually. Thank you, Alexa. Uh, yeah, no, seriously. Like, at some point, according to science fiction, Alexa and Google Play and Google Home and everything are going to basically be able to take over the world. Thank you, Alexa. We're Thanks, done. Alexa. Um <laughs> but uh like so interrupted. <laughs> what a basic bitch. <gasps> did I use it right? You did. <laughs> so proud. So proud. Um but yeah, so that, that that was really great. Like it really gets into like that fear of everything will become sentient yeah. at some point and take over and we're all going to be robot slaves. I see that. I hope I'm gone by that time. Uh, me too. That'd be great. Um, if nothing else, that's, you know, why I drink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, so they apparently they have to form the circle of Kalis. Yeah, within the computer. Because Giles is like, she's like lighting all these candles and I'm like, yeah. oh, where's the Marvin Gaye? Like, like, oh, sexy. Let's get it on. 
I can see them together. I don't like it, but I can see them together. Uh, you would watch it. I totally would. Yeah, yeah. It's just you would prefer to be with him instead. Heck yeah. Um, and so he's like, we have to form the circle of Kalis. Or she says that. And he goes, yeah, a circle? Says. There's only two of us. That's really more of a line. <laughs> and she's so cute. He's so little. And she just looks at him and she's just like, no, I'm going to send out a flash yeah. to all of like my other techno-pagans. And we're going to form gonna do this. an online circle. Which also oh, kind of yeah. sounded like an invitation to an e-orgy. Is that a thing? <gasps> what if there's just a giant sex chat room? Well, there's like that's like basically tons of sexing, like just every multiple people. Chat room. No, like multiple people yeah. sexing at once. Like it's just yeah. a group effort. Yeah. No, it's not a that, thing. That this is more specific. No, no like most people are just exists. in the chat room, but not in no. a sex chat room. Like yes, but you can no. find a sex chat room really easily. Yeah, but then I'm saying everyone's in on the sexing. You know, a regular sexing conversation between two people. Okay. Say you and your husband, but this is like, well, not your husband because he's terrible at it. <laughs> he will not text. No, does not. But matter. just like multiple people involved in sexting, because it's a yeah. lot. It's kind of fucking annoying. Yeah. That's not that, a thing. No, there are definitely chat rooms that are like. Okay, so there will be at least like four people in the chat room. Be like, I am now sexting. No, it's da, like da, da. it's like thirty, and you can be like, I'm doing this, and the other person's like, I'm doing this, and then. Somebody else is like, look, I've never done it, but I am 90. Yeah, we need to see this. I, I am 95% sure that this exists. I was like, it's not Because a there's a lot of weird, freaky, crazy shit that exists online in chat rooms. And if this doesn't, that would genuinely blow it's my just, mind. It's just the way it works, it just no, doesn't seem like An online orgy, like sexting orgy, seems like the first, like, that seems like the reason people built the internet. No. Uh, we, we, listen, we're going to do our research and get we back will. to you on We will this. get back to you, faithful listeners. Just randomly um, something. Okay. Oh, so oh, so th- this was weird. Uh, he's talking to Willow. Oh, wait. At this point, we have met Malik in the flesh, quote unquote? The metal- like, metallic flesh? Like, what? <laughs> I thought it was Power Rangers, like the original yes. like, first year. Yes. <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Can I just say? I was always the Pink Ranger. The way he was talking <laughs> felt like a really bad so old weird. Chinese movie. I know, but it was so reasons, off. But that's one of the reasons I went to Power Rangers. Because remember, it was remember that like Japanese guy Haim Saban or whatever. I and like uh, his bad guys were always mouthing, and it was completely off. And I'm just like, this is horrible. That's why I'm really not happy with how this was shot. Like, <laughs> but he also so like, bad. Like, he had like the the horns, like he was like a minotaur. Yeah, yeah, and the horns were made, made out of like wires. wires. Yep. it was so weird. And uh, um, and he said something like, "But Willow, I can give you anything. I can give you the world as we speak. A man in Beijing is transferring money online for a contract to kill his mother. Good, Good for, for him. him. Like, wait, what? <laughs> I I don't even feel like I understand what that." was supposed to it do. It looks like he just wants to spread evil. He's saying, like, this is what's happening right yeah, now. Yeah, but, but how does that, like, lead to Willow? I can tell you anything. No. Like, what? It's I, confusing. But, but Xander, Xander will not stop. He will do anything to get to Willow. He is punching security guards. Oh, yeah. He is, like, losing shit. I am actually To impressed. find him. And I thought it was kind of hot. 
yeah. Yeah, I'm into it, but uh, but then I I'm think like, he's also just trying what to like, show that? off to Buffy, you know. Like, but then I have what the hell is that gas? Why did Xander pass out? That didn't make any sense. Like, right? What there, the like, fuck was that gas? Random corridor, and all of a sudden, like, there's like gas everywhere. Like, this is just this is nothing. Like, stop it. Like, this tech company this just had this installed this to like is set not off. A thing. It's like yeah. no, no. Um, then I got to that point. Giles and um, Miss Calendar, Calendar are getting to work. And they're, she's typing in the stuff while he's saying it. and The computer starts to spark and smoke. Yeah. Notice it did that when he was like, demon, come. Demon, come. I was like, yes, Giles, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I was specifically Ooh. not bringing that Ooh. up, but yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, because he got, like, intense. He was but, really intense. But then they were like, oh, we did it. We did it. Yeah. Like, it's done. It's out of the computer. Like, it's cool. It's gone. It's out of the, because the computer stopped smoking. Yeah. But then they look at the text and then they realize there's no text, like there's no print in the book. He's out of the net. He's bound. Nope. 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 Uh, So. Where is he? Once again, Buffy is so much smarter than we give her the credit of being. True. Because she's like fighting the like weird thing in metal that makes zero sense whatsoever. Yeah. Um, because Xander's passed out. Can we just talk about that terrible, terrible fighting thing? Yeah, I, it was awkward and bad. It I'm was sorry. Bad. Like I was mm-hmm. not. I was not Look, into this. I am. I am like the biggest cheerleader of this show yeah. and of the characters and of Joss. And and this this episode is hard for me to get yeah. through. Yeah. Um. So finally, she though is so much smarter than anybody gives her credit. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm gonna get you" or something, and she's like, "Come at me!" And then she ducks and he punches straight into the electrical. Yeah. And then he trans fries and then explodes. User boxer transmutate. I don't. I don't know what that thing is. No idea. Yeah, but it's a lot of electricity and it fries him and he's gone. He explodes. Boom. Yay! So he's not even trapped in a book anymore. So take that, fifteenth yeah. century monks. Boom. Buffy did better than you. All of uh-huh. that. Instead like of some book where he could be released into the world. Now, that is some amateur hour shit. That's so dumb. Okay. Should have just destroyed him. Uh, Giles goes to Miss Calendar and they talk about how to drop off her earring. I, her, sure it, was, I don't know what that was. He said like a piercing. It looked like it was a uh, piercing, like piercing of some kind. Yeah. I've got some thoughts. Uh, but she's just like, this is a really lame excuse to come visit me. Yeah. And, uh, I, welcome to my world. And he's like, I'm even less anxious to be around computers than I was before. Good for you. Uh, because he likes the smell of books. Books. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, it's, it's, and he goes on about how smell is very visceral. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna go into that too much. Um... And then uh, he says, like, if it's to last, the getting of knowledge should be tangible. It should be smelly. Mm. Which actually, being a huge book lover, I keep, like, I've got a Kindle and I buy ebooks, but, like, my entire second bedroom in my house is floor to ceiling, wall to wall books. My husband and I, like, we can't get enough. And it's, it's just, it's so hard. Because there is nothing like opening a book. Like, it does. It just feels great. It Ooh, smells I'm just opening great. textbooks right now. So uh, I'm like, just like, it just, wow. Like, my nipples are a little bit hard right now. Oh, yeah. Thinking about opening like, her I book. I love it. But then, uh, 
Giles says something about like she's like, "Wow, you're really old fashioned, aren't you?" And mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, I don't hang a corkscrew from my ear." And she's like, "That's not where I hang it from." I was like, ah! "That's not where I dangle it." I'm I'm guessing belly button. Yes, this makes sense. Anywhere else that piercing mm-hmm. seems like it would be really inconvenient and, and makes, awkward yeah, and yeah. not enjoyable. Yeah. Like, I was thinking oh. Princess Albertina, but it wasn't sure. Wait, uh, oh, okay. I'm with yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. Um, by the way, I want to point out, I think this is the first episode we've had where there's no bronze. Oh, yeah, because they keep talking about going to the bronze, but they never actually went. I don't think there was any Cordelia, and there was no, no bronze. Nope. So that was interesting. Which was great, because I'm over um, Giles also said to Miss Calendar, well, I'll, uh, I'll see you anon. Which I thought was so adorable. Oh my god. <laughs> but this is great because that means we'll see more of her. Oh, we will. Okay. We will see more she of her. better stay calendar. away from Giles. That's what I thought. I yeah. knew they were good. I knew it! I knew it! Because <laughs> they're exact opposites! Just. Just. Ah, Okay. So then at the end, the three of them are coming, like, kind of have that conclusion. Um, you know, Buffy's like, I really like someone. He turned out to be a vampire. Willow's blown because she that. was with some metal guy. And Xander's like, the teacher I had a crush on was a fucking praying mantis. And they're all just like, we just know, like, oh, by, yeah, living by, the hell month, by living by the hell mouth, we're just never going to be with anyone yeah. ever. And it, so. it ended on a great note. Yeah. I will say that. It's just... And then it was a just weird journey just, to get there. Just, done. It was and a was weird like, journey. That was a weird way to end. Yeah. So, okay. So well, Cortina, uh, people of color, one. Um, I feel like we had one. You were really excited very big and like that's an Asian person. You, did I say that? I feel like you did. Did I? I thought so. Because I really am like trying to think <sighs> of it, and right. no, we did right. not have people of color. Okay. I did. I do not remember any people of color. Yeah, I remember specifically like trying to look, and yeah, nope. All right, all right. Um, smash list stays the same. And there was no angel, so yeah, okay. Um, most nineties thing ever. I'm actually gonna go with the. I met him online. Online for what? (laughs) I think that was the most nineties thing that. Um, I just put that. Um old ass computer in the hall you got mail like that was pretty yeah 90s. i was yeah. like 90s as fuck yeah so okay yeah all right and there were no like weird musical groups because there's no, the no there's no bronze i don't know what to do about that strange okay well then i guess it's just about time okay so next episode is called the puppet show ventriloquist it's kind of a fun one. It's it's I think as fun as this one was supposed to be. Yeah. But with a little bit more of like evil and some actual yeah. like turn of events and things like that. Uh but yeah, in the meantime, this was Meg, your Buffy expert. And this is Quatina, your Buffy Virgin. And this is Meet at the Bronze. We will see you next time when we get together to talk about the puppet and all of the musical acts at the bronze and maybe we'll actually figure out what the bronze is next time yeah maybe we'll figure this out I Joss I am tired I feel like that's an entire like episode what the hell is this yeah we need to have a discussion (laughs) alright well good to talk to you talk to you soon bye adios